0: Hello?
1: Is this the American Embassy?
0: My friend Andre travels with a make-believe cell phone.
1: I would just like to make sure uh, that I have correct information about the uh, earthquake, because I heard that there is an earthquake coming, and I want to make sure that all American citizens will be informed and that you have a a good basement for them.
0: He has a real one, too, but when he gets restless, he grabs the ghost phone and calls up strangers.
1: Oh, yes, not a basement? No, no, not, not an attic because it's an earthquake.
0: Actually, the part about the earthquake is true. Everyone in Bucharest says an earthquake is about to hit. Maybe this is just Romanian pessimism.
1: Yeah, okay, well, anybody? Oh, no, just American citizens. That's good. Thank
0: you. Andre's been an American citizen for 20 years now, and... He's lost to the local taste for quakes, crashes, and collapses. He thinks we ought to rent a car and get the hell out of town.
1: The car is new, it has about 4,000 kilometers. Uh, it's not uh, hit by anybody. It doesn't have any dents, nicks, cuts, or teeth marks. Is there anything else you should know on the road? It will be stopped for speeding and the speed is uh, 90 kilometer from outside the city and... Uh, how fast is that in real terms? Uh, that's... Um, how many miles is that? It's kilometers are shorter, so that's about 20... Uh, it's not important how many miles are, because you have uh, in kilometers and you must uh, be careful does, any, does anybody drive actually 90 or do they all drive uh, 120? Maybe if you are not lucky, okay. <laughs> you pay a lot of bills.
0: 90 kilometers outside the city, my foot. The car guy forgot to mention it's impossible to get outside the city, you can't do it. Bucharest is dressed up to look like Paris with grand boulevards, there's even an acte triomphe but just beneath the modern dress is a labyrinth of little one-way lanes, cobblestone dead ends, spaghetti-twisted alleys, and grimly determined intersections that insist on repeating themselves over and over like speech impediments no matter which way you go.
1: Okay, now I think I think if we go through here, this is the way to... Um, I'm not sure really because it seems to uh, lose the
0: road here. That wouldn't get us anywhere. let me see now. Uh, which way is north? At some point after driving for several hours, I realize we have just passed by the car rental agency for the third or fourth time. Never mind, Andre says. Just be glad we haven't run into the dogs yet. Those
1: dogs, man. The Bucharest had a wild reputation for wild dogs. There were... Tens of thousands of wild dogs in Bucharest. They were threatening in large uh, gangs. There were divided feelings about what to do with the dogs because people of Bucharest loved the dogs and they were feeding them. Despite the fact that there were so many people terrified of them, most people love them. And so quietly, the last mayor of Bucharest decided to eliminate the dogs but the smart dogs, the ones who know, the the dogs who haven't trusted people since about uh, their, their great-grandfather dog time, they uh, started inhabiting uh, empty lots at the edges of the city, so it's entirely possible to drive into a cul-de-sac and meet gangs of dogs that are quite hostile to humans who who know humans who know what humans are capable of and uh, their eyes are red and their uh, fur is uh, standing and they have not just hostility but an articulate hostility and they are hungry and they look like they like human flesh very much so you better not go there. We better not go there. (laughs)
0: On the other side of the dogs, 300 miles on the other side of the dogs, is the Black Sea. Andres never seen it. He comes from the mountains, and his family was too poor to go to the beach. But he's thought about it a lot. Constanza, the port, is where the poet Ovid was exiled after he got on the wrong side of Caesar Augustus. Here, Ovid wrote his sad poems, the Tristia. Lamenting the barren sands, the barbarians who threw rocks over the city walls at night, and the poor dolphins who froze to death in the ice of the winter sea so far from Rome. It's a desolate, lonely coast. Good grief, it's just like Atlantic City. Casinos, high-rises, carnivals, crowds, crowds of beautiful people everywhere with dark glasses and rollerblades. This is a new look, a new generation. It occurs to Andre a lot of these beach puppies don't remember the revolution. They've never even seen communists. Who knows what they think? He decides we will interview them. I'm 15 years old. I uh, go at uh, high school. I like uh, Britney Spears, Ricky Martin, Christina Aguilera, uh, Backstreet Boys.
1: And and what do you want to uh, do when when you get out of school? Um,
0: I uh, want to be a liar. A liar? (laughs) Avocat.
1: Lawyer, a lawyer. The difference in English between lawyer and liar is very small. (laughs)
0: There is one park in Constanza without beautiful youngsters or loud music, just the statue of Ovid. The place is as unvisited as a Latin poem. There is, however, a ghost. A 2,000-year-old gypsy who is not taking no for an answer. She's driving Andre nuts. No doubt she drove Ovid nuts too. Finally he asks me to give her some money.
1: A small bill? She wants a big one, but I want a small one. Because you can hold it in your hand so you can have good luck. So I could hold it, that would be my 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 coin, my bill, so that I could take it with me and have all the things that I want. So she could tell me my name and the name of uh, the uh, one I love and uh, see the, all the roads and the far roads that I'm going to go on. And uh, she knows that uh, my eyes are laughing, but my heart is crying. And uh, she knows that I go places. She knows lots and she talks fast. (laughs) Hello. Is this what they call the pink house?
0: We're heading for the mountains now.
1: We were told that this is a place where you have curative um, hydrotherapies.
0: The beach was nerve wracking Andre wants to relax.
1: Yes. And uh, what sort of baths? Mineral? Yes. And massage. Yes. Electro-what? Cution? Electrocution? Does that hurt?
0: Sibiu. That's where we're going. A small town in the mountains.
1: How much is it? Right. And for the uh, (laughs) electrocution? Uh, the medieval gothic city of Cebu, my birthplace. Walking through the main square with the cathedral and the old tower. In my childhood it had benches and trees. Now it's a paved cobblestone square with all the important buildings of my childhood still around it. The one on the corner there was once the headquarters of the Communist Party.
0: The tallest building here is a 12th century church with a clock tower. The clock tower
1: is how we told time, mostly because we didn't have a watch or a clock. My mother would say, go find out what time it is. And then I would go from my house, it took about five minutes to walk to the clock tower. And on my way home, I would meet some kid and would talk for a while and then I would get home and I would tell my mother what time it was. It shows the time I read on the clock. So uh, it was a wonderful place to grow up. Time is very flexible, and as you can see right now, it's raining. There's a hint of fall in the air, and it's the most uh, richly poetic season for a place as old
0: as this. All around us are ancient homes with steep roofs and little attic windows popping out of them like eyes. Andre calls them the eyes of Sibiu. This square um,
1: had uh, some fighting during the revolution in uh, 1989. People were shooting from these windows of the old houses here. Houses that have a very distinguishing feature. These attics look like eyes and you are constantly under the watch of this ancient uh, haunted places.
0: Andre wants to find the Liar's Bridge. That's Liar, not Lawyer. It's an old stone bridge where lovers go to pledge eternal faith. Everyone in town's been on that bridge at least once, he says. But we can't seem to find it. We do run across an actual practicing liar.
1: 4,000. 4,000. I'm going to have to get some change. he will get very far if I give him a thousand. He wants to go to Cluj. Cluj.
0: No, What's
1: 4,000? He's got the story that um, he needs to get to another city somehow to be a priest. Yeah. He needs to be a priest and only 4,000 lights stand between him and priesthood. the future priest we just yeah, made future a priest. priest. <laughs> he tried to kiss my hand. Well, let's climb the stairs again and see if we can find the Liar's bridge. You know, they may have removed it during the revolution.
0: The hotel we're staying in is called the Imperator Romanilor, the Roman Emperor. It's not that old, just 16th century. It looks like a movie set, like the ballroom in the Titanic. acres of crystal chandeliers and burnished mahogany and overstuffed millionaires who the audience hopes will be drowned soon. The old woman looks out of place here. She's sitting quite stiffly on the velvet couch as if she were in church. Her hair is done carefully and she's wearing nice clothes, her best clothes, clothes she can't afford.
1: The blouse she's wearing costs 1700000 which is her pension for a
0: month.
1: After 36 years of work, she gets uh, $1,800,000, which is about
0: uh, $50. Yes. She's an old friend of Andre's mother. When he was growing up here, before he got away to America, she used to help them out with food and money.
1: All summer she wasn't able to taste any fruit. She couldn't afford to buy fruit, not a peach, not an
0: apple. It's one thing to be young with dark glasses and rollerblades. To be old is a great mistake.
1: Winter is coming and there is no money to pay for heat. And they don't have light. They they have only a single bulb and they economize. They don't turn it on.
0: Tomorrow we're going back to the capital, to Bucharest. So maybe somehow we could say something to somebody.
1: I asked her what I should ask the politicians in Bucharest, and she said, "Ask asked him how long are they going to keep us in this misery until we die of hunger.
0: It's raining again and growing dark, but we walk around and around and round, and all of a sudden we stumble on the bridge
1: we are on the liars bridge as i told you uh the lovers go and whisper sweet nothings let's go to the middle there's a great view here
0: just opposite is an old house and from the top of the house from the attic window someone is watching
1: Look at the old lady looking out. She's been looking out for 300 years. It's her 301st, and she's still curious. She hasn't left her place for about 150 years, but she's been looking.
0: She looks like she's seen everyone come across the Liar's Bridge. Romans in sandals, Germans in jackboots, gypsies with feet of silver, then communists in their dialectical slippers. Pretty soon the rollerblades would be coming. She's not going anywhere. The entire apartment is
1: filled with uh, old uh, hourglasses and uh, medieval clocks. She gets up in the morning and dusts her mechanical dolls, listens to the clock chimes, opens the window wide, and looks out. The eyes of Sibiu watch you. The presences watching through them are old and disembodied. The ghosts are watching. The eyes of Sibiu are eternal.